0: Right now, though, as we've talked about here in Alberta, we've got this full force public safety response underway, right? We've talked to the mayor of Whitecourt, they're hosting evacuees, we've got firefighters all over the place, we've got the military here, wildfires threatening communities all across the province. Now, we have experience when it comes to handling these kind of emergencies, unfortunately, be it wildfires, we've been through that, floods, tornadoes, there's a long list, um, of things that we do training around and we do preparedness work on and all the rest of this stuff. And there's a group of scholars out there um giving us another warning here saying, hey, th- those same kinds of public safety responses and the planning that you do and all that sort of stuff. um, Great. That's good. You got to start thinking about different kinds of emergencies, too, that maybe haven't hit your radar yet. One's created by technology, including artificial intelligence. This could get a little scary, but some of it's a little more mundane, but some of it Definitely could get us into uh, that area of concern that we've talked about before with AI. We're going to chat with Ali Asghari, who is a professor of disaster and emergency management, faculty of arts and professional studies, and the director of CIFAL at York University. Uh, Ali, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having me. Okay. So... um, I know what we've talked about, and I, I'm just wondering how the two work together because we're actually working on maybe perhaps lining up a story tomorrow about this very topic in terms of when we talk about emergency preparedness and emergency situation response, AI is playing a role in preparation and response. It can help predict outcomes, eventualities, all this sort of stuff. So we're using technology and AI in terms of preparing for emergencies now, Right. Yes, absolutely,
1: yeah. and not as much as we want, but uh, it is it is increasing to to certain levels, of course, and it has been. Uh, we have been using it for the past. We are there are lots of increase in integrating uh, AI technology in with existing technology in emergency preparedness and response, and also risk assessment. That that is the basis of. Uh, of course,
0: uh, emergency mitigation and, and response. So that's that's the good side. That's the positive side of what we can possibly do with this technology. But you're also saying that maybe we've got to a point where this technology can cause problems too, right? What are you talking about?
1: Well, I'm talking about in in, in different ways. Uh, and uh, to, to some extent, uh, some part of it is very... Uh, well known to us in terms of for example similar to other technologies AI technology has its own uh, potentials for for uh, risks and and hazard basically and um, I have been trying to uh, classify this type of risk into uh, different elements, as is the case in disaster and emergency and risk management, basically. There are certain risks with uh, any technology, including AI, that are, for example, coming or uh, we, are, we, we face through uh, malfunction of the technology, human error, or, or basically any kind mm-hmm. of failure with the technology. These are sort of expected uh, possibilities with every technology, sure. including AI. However. There are other sides uh, like some again some other technologies when uh, it is it can be used intentionally to make harm and this uh, this This is another element which also exists with many other technologies. You can use it through many other technologies to 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 create harm, just like cyber attack is is one example of new technologies in in this area however. There is, as I I think this has been uh, coming out recently and has been in discussions uh, to some extent uh, throughout the past five years or so, another side of this technology that is not well known to us, and that is the possibility of taking over or this technology taking over human uh, decisions and actions and all basically, uh, communications and so on. That is the part that I'm arguing is probably what we, we need to prepare even more and think about it even more.
0: How do I mean? What? How do we do that? I mean, you're, you're, there's some unpredictability, of course, that's built into all of this, and you're trying to prepare for eventualities that you may not even see coming. But um, how should we think of potential risks related to AI? What? What? Where would you start? I, I think that the, the starting point is. I mean, like many
1: many other technologies, we start. Uh, the, the point I want to make, make it clear is that in. in uh, in current mode of decision making and uh, policy making usually uh we look at evidences uh, and try to make argument based on you know uh this technology is uh, has done this kind of uh, you know failures and so based on those evidences we start building making the policies and so on but in this case we we so far have not gone into the point where for example, uh, what we are now thinking about, possibility of this kind of unexpected, unusual potential hazards uh, become a reality. What we at this point can, can do is to bring in together experts who know both sides of the, the, the coin basically, the, the AI side as well as the emergency and risk management side uh, together and that's that's my argument in my my article that uh, most of the arguments conversation so far has been sort of in silence. Different uh, experts, mostly of course, the AI core uh, people talking about the potential this over this kind of uh, technology overtaking our human decision making process and creating hazard for that, but. It is not unfortunately an area that many of our emergency management, risk management people have looked into it carefully. My point is that we need to bring in experts from all sides particularly from public safety emergency management to the discussion, to the conversation, so that they can sit together and um, plan for something uh, or this possibility. And if there is a need to take actions or preparedness at this point to, to do so. And the problem is that, and I, I think it has been also very well uh, noted by some of the, the, the core AI uh, minds that, it will be too late if we if we decide to do something uh, like in five years or two years uh, from now. We need to start thinking about planning for it now and start mitigating. Even uh, if uh, we identify some potential uh, possibilities here, because the point is, it will be too late when we when we reach to that
0: point. Okay. I'm almost out of time, but I want to ask this question, and I ask this of all the technology experts we get on talking about this kind of thing. Is it possible to protect ourselves, to regulate, to do this kind of thing? I mean, the tech is there, it exists, and it moves so much faster than we do. Are we already too late?
1: Uh, we are close, but I think we can, we can, we can, uh, start more seriously thinking about and planning, not only in rushing for for technology development, which is what is happening right now, but also thinking about the the hazard and public safety risk of it. This, This has to be equally paid attention to. That is the whole point. We have to, as we invest in developing AI, we need to also in, in industry applications and so on. We need to also invest in, in this part of the thing. And this requires additional support to those, my colleagues in emergency management and public safety at all levels of governments and industry to make sure that they have also the capacity to, to plan and prepare for this currently because this hasn't been sort of policy agenda there's no resources for emergency managers to 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 put into this effort that's that's the point
0: yeah it is uh, it's something i think we're starting to wake up a bit more to every single day hopefully it's it's not too late ali thank you so much for being here i really appreciate your time